BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Did you see that craziness last night at Coors Field in Denver? When Braves outfielder Ronald Acuna was confronted by fans, a couple of them, in right field during the game against the Rockies in the seventh inning. A guy ran onto the field to take a selfie with Acuna, putting his arms around the player before security came flying over. They tried to get the guy off of Acuna. Then another guy ran onto the field and rushed Acuna. Then he made contact with him, and he knocked him to the ground. Acuna sat on the grass. The security dealt with these two idiots. Acuna got up. He was fine. Uh, Atlanta had just scored four runs to take a 9-4 lead before the whole thing happened. He wasn't injured. He was smiling and giving a thumbs up. He said, I was a little scared at first. I think the fans were out there and asking for pictures. I really couldn't say anything because at that point, security was already there and we were already kind of tangled up. But security was able to get there and everything's okay. We're all okay. I hope they're okay. The Braves manager, Snitker, was upset. You don't see that happen. I know that. You don't know what they're going to do when they get out there. It's a scary situation. Bud Black of the Rockies said, that's disappointing for me that it happens, especially in our ballpark, in our town. That bothers me. It bothers me in general when I see it elsewhere in all sports. Snitker said he didn't see it live because he was in the John. If he'd seen anything like that before, he said, yeah, a bunch. Kevin Pillar was near it when it happened. He said, I don't think they had ill intentions. I think they were, you know, just going out there to take some pictures. We have these rules and regulations. We're supposed to feel safe on the field. And thankfully, they weren't able to do any harm. Of course, Acuna, still one of the favorites for the MVP, even if Betts and Freeman had passed him. Who knows? He started Monday night hitting 330 with 28 home runs and 74 RBIs. And he hit his 29th home run of the season. He was four for five with five RBIs as they whacked the Rockies 14 to four. Snicker said he's a special player. He's gifted. Anything he is going to do in this game, it's not going to surprise me. I just think he's that talented. The Seattle Mariners continue to sizzle. They won four straight and 12 out of 13. They're the hottest team in the game. Nobody can stop them. They have 20 wins in August, matching the most in a month in franchise history, and they still got two games left. Julio Rodriguez has been on fire. 
I mean, this guy had four more hits last night, including a two-run homer and an RBI double in their 7 nothing route of the A's in Seattle. Rodriguez said, it's really good. I feel like everybody's playing like we all knew we could. It's been really good seeing everybody having fun, seeing everybody getting good at bats and getting on base and passing the baton and getting the big hits when we need them. Julio's extended his hitting streak to 13 games. He homered for the third straight game. During this sizzling heater, Rodriguez is batting 516 with five homers, six doubles, 21 RBIs. He's gone 32 for 62. In his last 10 games, the guy has 28 hits. That's the most by any player in a 10-game stretch since Kenny Lofton in 97. And it includes five games of at least four hits. Rodriguez is the only player since 1900 with five four-hit games in a 10-game window. Scott Service, the M's manager, said, what we're watching, really, it's historical. As crazy to say for a player that is that young, but to do what he's doing for that span he's done it in now, it's ridiculous. So he had four hits last night. He now has 153 hits on the season, passing Bo Bichette of Toronto for the AL lead. So Seattle scored at least six runs for the 12th time in 18 games. Rodriguez ripped a 112-mile-an-hour double in the third inning to score Crawford from first and hit his 24th homer, a 420-foot blast in the fourth. And then he beat out a pair of infield grounders for hits in the sixth and eighth inning. He's a freak. Service said, I wish I could run as fast as Julio. This has got to be really fun uh, to play when you're that fast. So Monday was the second time in the last 12 days that Rodriguez had a four-hit game with two extra base hits and two infield hits. He's the only player with multiple games like that in a year over the last 20 years. And the only M's player with even one such game over that stretch. So Seattle won 20 games in a month for the seventh time. The first since 2001 when they won a record tying 116 games. Seattle won 20 games in a month four times that season. How about your boy Royce Lewis of the Twins? He became the first Minnesota player to hit a grand slam in consecutive games and the twins beat the guards 10-6 to push their lead in the AL Central to a season high seven games this guy has been lighting it up the 10 player in history to hit at least three grand slams within his first 10 career homers and the first twins rook with multiple slams in one season since Danny Valencia in 2010, no other Twins players hit a Grand Slam on consecutive days. Carlos Correa said the kid's special. We've known that for a while. Now he's healthy and doing his thing. I couldn't be happier for him. He's a guy who deserves it. He's a guy everybody loves. He was the first pick in the 2017 draft. And now he's showing what he's made of. His first season was wiped out by the pandemic. Then he suffered a torn ACL in his right knee in consecutive years, delaying his debut. And bottom line is it took forever. But Lewis missed six weeks this summer, 
recovering from a strained left oblique. Since then, 14 for 47 with four home runs, nine runs, 13 RBIs, six walks in 12 games. Rocco Baldelli, the manager, said he just continues to do explosive game-changing types of things. He's making this a pattern. It's a pattern that we're going to take and build off of and keep going. Who knows what's coming next? I can't tell you, but he's really doing his job well right now. It's all I can ask from from the kid. They were losing 5 nothing in the sixth inning on Sunday to Texas when he hit his grand slam. They trailed 4 nothing in the second when he did it again last night to cap a six-run inning. Lewis said... You've got to play a long game. They might have won that inning or that half inning, but let's finish the rest of the game because it's a long one. Lewis said, hopefully I'm blessed enough to get those opportunities again. So apparently the kid was at the state fair in the afternoon and he was mowing down chocolate cookies, donuts, and corn on the cob. Then he showed up and hit another grand slam. And... I say he can eat whatever he wants if he keeps swinging a bat like that. So just so you need to know this like kind of thing, Florida has altered their travel plans, the Gators, for their opener at number 14 Utah Thursday night. They're hoping to avoid Hurricane Adalia. The Gators are going to fly to Dallas today, practice, spend the night in Big D, then travel to Salt Lake tomorrow Billy Napier's team originally planned to like fly from Gainesville to Utah on Wednesday. He said, if you're going to go west, that makes the most sense. Hotel was a big logistical issue relative to where we were going. This could end up being a positive. We break the flight up. We get the players and staff to Dallas, get a good night's rest, a little extra focus, and then obviously get to spend some more time together. We see that being a positive. Of course, Adalia became a hurricane today and the hurricane center warned of like the risk of life-threatening storm surges and hurricane force winds in Florida today, tonight, Wednesday. It's the first storm to hit Florida during this hurricane season and it could be a massive blow to the state. They're still dealing with the fallout from last year's Hurricane Ian. Adalia leveled Cuba with heavy rain and mostly on the western part of the island. Uh, Bottom line is uh, they got four inches of rain on Sunday. That's a ton. The forecast is for it to move over the eastern Gulf of Mexico later today, reach the Gulf of Florida within the warning area on Wednesday and move close to Carolina's coastline on Thursday. The Joker was a winner in his first match at the U.S. Open. He made his winning return to Flushing. He missed last year's tournament because of all the COVID BS. He rolled to a 6-0-6-2-6-3 win over Alex Muller of France last night. The 23-time slam champ had to wait, though, for Coco Goff's three-setter to get on to Arthur Ashe main court following the ceremony for 
Billie Jean King of 50 years of equal prize money at the U.S. Open. The Joker said, well, I knew it was going to be a late night, a late start. Nevertheless, I was excited to go out on the court. I didn't care if I started after midnight because I was looking forward to this moment for a couple of years to be out on the biggest stadium in our sport, the loudest stadium in our sport, playing the night session. All good with me. The fans missed him at the U.S. Open. They showered him with applause as he emerged onto the Ash Stadium court. He said to come out in front of you guys is always a pleasure. Thanks for coming out. Thanks to all the people who stayed to almost 1 a.m. It's always special on Arthur Ashe. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 